Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. We are in the middle of chapter 11 in Nisil Sisharim, which chapter 11 goes through many of the details of a Naki, Nikias, which means cleanliness. <clears throat> and we are up to the part now, which is uh, talking about forbidden relationships. He calls them Arias in Hebrew. We'll now speak about Arias, as they too are among the Averos or the sins that are coveted by many people, as we mentioned, and they are second only to theft in terms of their level of challenge. So we said, you know, we spent many uh, podcasts on the subtlety of theft and how that is probably the biggest challenge that most people face um, and so on. And without going into detail about it, why it's the biggest challenge, but it's just in the subtle areas, especially in business. So the next thing, um, as far as challenging for most people, is the level is uh, the um, uh, illicit relations in Arias. What does he mean? Um, and, and he quotes, first of all, a statement that most people with the guard of theft and minority, then with regard to, the, we, we quoted actually, I'm sorry, he says here now, in other words, he's just proving that Arias is really the second level of coveted Averos by uh, Ruba Megezel Muat Barayas, most people stumble with theft and then lesser people, lesser amount of people stumble with Arias. Now, accordingly, if one wishes to be completely cleansed, he too will need no small amount of effort to succeed for the prohibition of prohibition of Arias, because it includes not, so, you know, we have to understand something. Maybe most people understand this, but it could be not that the Avera or the sin of forbidden relationships is not just the actual act itself, but it's a lot of things that are associated with it. And this expanded definition of Arias is anchored in an explicit pasuk, as it says very clearly, you should not approach anything close to your relative and uncover their erva, their nakedness. So on this Chazal recounted the following, you know, the, the following. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to the Jewish people, Al-Tarimar, do not say to yourself, since I'm forbidden to have relations with this woman, I will at least hold her hand and I will not be guilty of a sin. Or I will hug her and not be guilty of a sin. Or I will kiss her and not be guilty of a sin. In response, HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, just as one who makes a vow to be a nazar and does not drink wine, he is also forbidden to consume fresh grapes and raisins and substances in which grapes have been derived, uh, you know, derivative from or, or things that have grapes in it. So too, regarding a woman who is not your wife, it is forbidden to touch her at all. And anyone who touches a woman who is not his wife brings death upon himself. So, Let's just understand what Ramchal is talking about here. There's a concept of a Nazir. A Nazir is someone who pledges himself to God, and it was very, very common in the times of the base of Mikdash. We know the famous Nazir, Shimshon a Nazir, Samsonite from the, the prophets or the judges, very holy people. Now, the Nazir, what happens is he makes a pledge to God, I'm a Nazir. Now, a lot of halachas he can't do, he can't cut his hair um, and so on. One of the biggest things is he's not allowed to have any wine. But it's not just he's not allowed to have any wine at all. He's allowed to, he's not allowed to have all the things associated from grapes also, such as raisins or um, anything else that is a derivative from grapes. Why? 
because they don't want them. And I think Rochel is about to go and compare it, but I'll just say it outside that we don't want to give, you don't want anything close to, he made a nether to God. I am not going to have any wine whatsoever. So to protect that vow, he's also going to stay away from grapes and other derivatives where wine comes from because he just doesn't want to, it's just so close to wine itself that he doesn't want to tempt himself. And that's exactly what, and that's why it's usser and forbidden from to have grapes. So that's exactly what's going on here with forbidden relationships. You might say to yourself, okay, you know what? This woman is forbidden to me. Usser, I'm not allowed to touch her. I'm, not, I'm, uh, I'm usser, I'm not allowed to have relations with her. But maybe I can have, maybe I can touch her. Maybe I can hug her. Maybe I can kiss her in a non, um, in, a, in, in, in a non-physical way or a non-sexual way, I guess, uh, if you, if you uh, want to look at it that way. You may say to yourself, because it's not the act itself. And that's what this pasuk of Sikravu Legalis Erva did not come close to an erva, some a, a relative who's an erva, meaning that you shouldn't start touching them and, and all the things, not just um, not just like we were saying, the physical acts, but all the things that have come close to it. And now we're going to explain it a little bit. So observe how remarkable the message of the of this midrashic discourse is. In fact, that in the in the, in that it compares the prohibition of Arias to Nazir, which is unique. That although the primary prohibition upon a Nazir is only against drinking wine, nevertheless the Torah explicitly forbade him to consume anything related to wine. This was the lesson that the Torah sages. This was a lesson that the Torah taught the sages. In other words, God wanted to tell to God wanted to to um, teach a lesson to Chazal on how to protect, you know, uh, to protect the mitzvahs or even Averas or how to help people, you know, prevent themselves from doing an Avera. So one of the things he did was he took this with Nazir and made a comparison to Nazir, showed you, look, I made the just things of Anselm, even though the main prohibition for Nazir is not to have any wine, but I'm showing you that I also made forbidden the derivatives from grapes as well, to teach you, Chazal, teaching the, the rabbis that this is what you need to do to safeguard and protect Kali's role, to, to make, you know, uh, safeguards and add extra prohibitions. And we know that Chazal have done this um, to protect us from doing the actual affair itself. So we're going to expand more on this on the next podcast, but understand that, you know, the just know that the, not, it's not just the act itself that is forbidden. It's all the other things that are close to it, related to it, touching, as we said, hugging, and we're going to go through all the different five, the senses um, in the next podcast. All right, see you next time.